הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדושים אשר בארץ המה. ובפחות לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגם בן שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. Today a very monumental podcast, the last Sichav Sichot Aran, the last episode of the last Sichav Sichot Aran, part 5 of Seif Shinchet, of Conversation 308. Of course, we'll have maybe one or two more podcasts on the excerpts at the end of the book, but this is technically the end, and Rabenu is going to leave with words that are words of fire, words that can inspire a person to relay that spark, to, to find Hashem, to... To draw a person close to Hashem, that is the main thing. Rabbanu's words are, they're words of, uh, of truth that stare a person in the face and are telling him, what's he doing in this world? Like we saw in Sichot Aran. Rabbanu told Rabbi Natan, it's fitting to say, Vas in Yiddish, what? To tell people what, what? What does that mean? Ask them, what are they doing here? Why are they here? Why, what? What's your purpose? What are you doing? That's the way a person has to ask himself constantly, every single moment of every single day. Ask yourself what you are doing here in this world. And that we should have the ability to answer and say that we're here to serve Hashem Baruch and that we should, our actions should, um, um, should be accurate with our answer. That our actions should be towards the purpose of the world to come. That our actions should bring us closer to the world to come, to help us taste the world to come in this world, like Abenu is explaining in the Sikha. So we continue where we left off. And it is certain that the words of the Mishnah, the Holy Mishnah, are righteous, they're faithful. Even according to the simple explanation. Meaning, as it says over there in the Mishnah, that one who chooses to be able to bear the suffering of this world, to eat bread with salt, to drink water in measure, to sleep upon the earth, to live a life of pain. Because even bread with salt and water in measure, not every person merits to eat or drink in abundance. Meaning even the measured water might be tiny. Even the bread with salt might be small. Meaning a person who is willing to live his life the way it is given to him by Shemit Baruch, even if it's without abundance. And nonetheless, with all that being said, even though there's no abundance, even in the suffering there's no abundance, a person needs to be willing to live a life of tsa'ar, of pain. But all of this, but all of this a person should accept upon himself in order to engage in the Torah. Meaning if you're living your life in that fashion, which every person technically lives a life of pain, even though you might be living in a mansion, in a 20-story in a uh, house, with, uh, or in, a, in a penthouse with, uh, with 15 bedrooms and, uh, and 10 baths and all these luxuries, you'll still suffer because this world is filled with suffering. But one um, who suffers in this world without engaging in the Torah, then it's all what for what? It's all for naught. It's all for nothing. All of that should be to accept upon yourself the suffering of this world in order to engage in the Torah. It says, and in the Torah you shall toil. Then if you do this, meaning if you have the suffering but you still engage in the Torah and you toil in the Torah and you decide to serve Hashem, 
within the suffering. It is certain that the words apply to you. Happy are you and it will be good for you. Happy are you in this world certainly. Why? Why is it happy are you in this world? Because you have true vitality, of true life. Your life has meaning, it has purpose. Even within the suffering, you're able to find the sibcha. You're able to find the joy within the suffering. You're able to be happy even with the little Hashem gives you. Meaning you are happy. That's the end key here. You are happy. Why? Because you are serving Hashem. And Hashem is the true sibcha. Why? You have true vitality. Why is it that you have true vitality? Because you accept it upon yourself to bear all the suffering of this world. And yet what? You merited to perceive the truth that this world was not created not for pleasure, not to engage in its own, in its uh, and it's pleasantness. Adraba, on the contrary, on the contrary, you understand that one who wants to, uh, to take pleasure from this world, he is filled with suffering, with anger, with pain, as we mentioned above. Meaning this person, he's choosing to flee, to run away from the toiling of this world and to engage in the toiling of the Torah. For the Torah is our life force. And it is our days. It is our length of days. And if a person does this, if a person engages in the Torah, not only is it, will he merit the world to come, which is the eternal world. That this entire world does not even add up or amount to the blink of an eye in comparison to the world to come. But even in this world, Happy is he, happy is his portion. Rabban was saying, true simcha only exists in the toiling of the Torah. Adam ki amut ba'ohel. It says, Zot Torah Adam. This is the Torah Adam ki amut ba'ohel. A person who dies in the tent. It explains over there the laws of Tumat Met. The laws of the impurity of the dead. It says, what does it mean this is the Torah of Adam ki amut ba'ohel? Chachamim explains, Zot Torah, Adam ki amut ba'ol. A person who wants to attain the Torah, a man has to die in a tent. Meaning what? You have to memit atzma la Torah. You have to kill yourself over the Torah. You have to toil over the Torah. The Torah is not an easy task. It does not come to a person easily. You have to fight against your evil inclination. But if you do, regardless of whether you win the battle or not, the winning of the battle is continuing to fight. That's what Rabban was teaching us. The winner is the person who continues to fight. Regardless if you keep getting pushed back down and you've been in the same place for years, the winner is the person who still gets back up and still does his bodhidut, who still goes back, gets back up and still prays, who still gets back up and still goes to the minyan when he doesn't want to, who still gets back up and still studies Torah. All these things of a person who's fighting, even though he might not be growing, the growing is in itself, is, the growing is the effort, is the trying because you're going to get pushed back down, but are you going to get back up? The tzaddik falls seven times, but yet he rises. This is the key. You are continuing to fight. And Rabban was saying, happy is he in this world. Happy is him, happy is his portion. Because in this world, there is nothing good except forbearance. To bear what is happening to you. But the only condition that you can bear what's happening to you 
to you. To bear the afflictions of this world. It's only if you flee and you run to, uh, run to the refuge of the Torah. Run to the Torah. To the toiling of the Torah. And to the holy mitzvot as we mentioned. And these words are explained. They're very understandable. To one who desires the truth. Did not want to mislead himself. Meaning one who's conscious. One who's awake. One who knows what the truth is. Because one who make, takes him. One who mocks these words. One who makes a joke of these words. He's only joking of himself. <laughs> Look at that. One who's not able to accept these words, he's only making a fool of himself. He's only misleading himself. He's only mocking himself because he himself doesn't know where he is. Meaning one who does not want to accept our true advice, our true counsel, and he turns his neck away from them. Because all he wants to do is to sink in the deep quicksand of this world, to the desires of this world. Rabbeinu says, who's going to prevent you? You can do whatever you want. No one will prevent you from following your desires. Each and every person will grab onto his way. But we will call out and mention in the name of Hashem our God. Meaning, Rabbeinu is saying, the only condition that these words will help is if a person really desires the truth in the first place. You cannot come here and come with your holes and your arguments and your lack of honesty and your lack of self-truth and to come and to try to get something out of this because this is only for someone who has an opening of truth in his heart. Just like Rabbeinu said, Rabbeinu was speaking with the person who was talking to Rabbeinu a lot. Rabbeinu's kavana, when he was speaking to this person, was to take him out of the places which he had sunk in, into the water which had no end, to the great sea. But this man turned a stubborn shoulder. He hardened his heart. And he did not accept the words of Rabbi Nachman in his heart. Even though this man understood that the words of Rabbeinu were true and were awesome, were wondrous, but he did not want to accept them. Rabbeinu declared, he said about this man, This is similar to a person, this man is similar to someone who is drowning in the water and he's about to to get lost, he's about to, to go away for good. He's about to lose everything. And a person stretches out his hand to take him out of the water. But this man turns a stubborn shoulder, turns his neck away with, with an azut, with, a, with an arrogance. And he does not want to allow himself to be grabbed on by the person, to flee away from his dangerous position, from the man who had been coming to save him. He did not want to, to, to allow himself to be with the man who's saving him. He did not want to hold on to the man's hand. He did not want to be saved. To the one who listens to the words we're saying. 
you will find pleasantness in this world and in the world to come. Chazak, chazak v'nit chazak. Strength, strength, and be strengthened. Baruch anotena yavkoach. Ul en onim atmara yarbeh. Blessed is the one who gives strength um, to the weary, to those who lack power. He gives them might. We have just completed the book of the conversations of Rabenu. Praise to the God, to the Creator of the universe. That's it for today. We will finish off the Hashmatot in the next podcast or two. God willing. We should have success in applying these amazing words of Rabbeinu, which I think beautifully conclude and encompass the entire book. Rat Hashem, we should have the merit to attach ourselves to this tzaddik who has an advice that is so deep, so profound, and yet so simple. Rabbeinu said in Chaim Oran, and I end with this, it is certain that a person who draws close to me, who attaches himself to my advice, who applies my advice, Rabbanu says that a person like this man who attaches himself to me, there will not be a single spiritual level that I cannot bring him to. Rabbanu is saying that a person who listens to his advice can attain every spiritual level that exists in the world. From the most wicked person to the most righteous person, you can get to the highest level. You can become Moshe Rabbanu. You can become higher than Moshe Rabbanu. You can do whatever you want. The sky is the limit. But to start is the application of the words of Rabbanu and the simplicity to understand that this tzaddik, he knows something you don't. So, God willing, we should have that humility to draw close to Rabbeinu and the true tzaddikim, to accept their advice and allow ourselves to draw close to Hashem Barach.